much. How you doing, Brendan? Good, good. So everybody, we have a, a good pit stop on the road to nationals, and this video will be training through injury because that guy just got injured. And so we want to – we're going to get a sense from Craig what's injured, what happened. We're going to talk about our game plan. And then, you know, we're in uh, – if you're watching this video later down the road, it's the middle of November – we're hoping that nationals happens next year, let's say June, July-ish. So we're way far out from the event. So you can probably guess what our answer is going to be, but we're going to also talk about what would we do if this has happened in a month before. Um, so Craig, what's going on, man? What's going on with your body? What happened? Where are you at? Well, it's, it's kind of a weird one because there was no, you know, acute moment where, oh, something just happened to my knee. I think it was just, you know, in hindsight, it's just an accumulation of overuse. Um, you know, I'm closing in on 12,000 miles this year uh, since January. And after coming off of, you know, I wasn't riding that kind of volume the five previous years. So, <clears throat> Um, while it wasn't a lot of hard miles, I think, you know, just the accumulation of that fatigue may have, um, caused a little bit of overuse in my left knee. Um, talked to a couple doctors, um, and they thought maybe it was, uh, meniscus. I had torn my ACL a couple of years ago. Um, but you know, the good news is I, I got checked out last week. Um, because it wasn't getting better, even though I was taking, you know, time off the bike and, and had stopped lifting lower body, the inflammation just wasn't, um, going away or the sharp pain. So long story short, got, got checked out. Um, he said it was, a, an IT band that has been inflamed and it could be related to, um, a little looseness in my, in my knee from the ACL tear, but, um, long story short, inflammation need time off, need some PT, need, need to, um, reduce the inflammation stretch. Um, and I just, it's just going to take a little bit of time. Do they recommend taking things like Advil or something like that for the inflammation? Not in this case, because the, 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 the pain is in one very, um, small area. It's just on the, on the outside of the left knee. And um, he's recommended a topical, you know, anti-inflammatory, you know, what people might use for arthritis, applying it four times a day. Um, the, the, have you tried that <laughs> on it? Seriously? I, I, I have. Okay. I'm throwing, I'm throwing the kitchen, kitchen sink at it. Um, <laughs> when, when, I, were you, you know, when were you feeling the pain? It was about five weeks ago. It was, oh, like, was, when you lifted, was it when you rode? Was it halfway through a ride? Was it at the end of a ride? What were, when were you like, so that's, yeah, that's, the, that's the reason I kept, you know, I, I still had some rides and, 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 uh, really just started by cutting the lifting off or out because mechanically it wasn't preventing me from doing anything. I could walk upstairs. I, I could squat, I could deadlift and it wouldn't hurt, but um, you know, when I got home and, you know, climbing into bed, getting out of bed or something weird, you know, um, you know, just moving my knee a certain way, it would have a sharp pain. Uh, but again, it wasn't preventing me from doing anything. It was just, Hey, this right. isn't normal. So it was just random yeah. happening. Yeah. Those are, you know, and that's a lot of stuff too, where I tell people, 
when we start people up in the weight room and we have them do adaptation stuff and no weights, body weight, there are always a handful of people who are like, this is going to be too easy. And I'm like, you will be sore. And that, and they are, you are, we underestimate how much body weight can make us sore. But the biggest thing is I tell them, okay, if that's going to make you sore, you got to remember, you really need to be focusing on form because as you get sore, something's going to get tight. You're going to have muscles pulling in a different direction. And the more people get into lifting and get, I think lifting is good in another sense of like, you learn so much more about your body because you put yourself under other stresses that we don't see on the bike. And you re, I get a better sense at least of like what a tight hamstring really feels like, or like when my glute, I never knew when people were like, how do they know their glutes not firing? Now, if I do like, um, not down dog, when you're on like all fours and you extend your leg backwards, I forget what that movement is called. Like you can tell when your glute is not firing properly and I'll do some of those to warm up for a ride now. So I think it's interesting how many little like awkward tweaks and pains we can get if we get our form off and how that cascades down through everyday life. And it's like, something's wrong. I don't know what's wrong. Um, but okay. So you kind of nailed it. Taking, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, you know, we, we, we tend to focus so much on the big, the big muscle groups, you know, the, the glutes, the hamstrings, the quads, whatever, but those smaller stabilization Mm. muscles and tendons those are the ones that if we don't take it slow you know they they take take on the burden of things and you know that's probably what what happened you know with me just too much um you know and that's the thing too you know we've called this couch to nationals craig's almost <laughs> really 12,000 miles or if you had eclipsed it um so it's like we should say micro couch nationals like hadn't been training until we started and i think that we didn't i don't think we piled it on too heavy um i don't know what's your thought on that do you think we started too much or is it no i mean i i, I mean i felt I, I think it's probably just um you know i probably added weight too fast on some of the lifts like my i know my squats were light i think i think it's the it was the deadlift i i put too much weight too fast and um you know i mean i remember it was about five or six weeks ago where i went for two rep and i'm like i can't do this and put it back down and you know who knows that could have been the one where i you know strained something in my glute or in it and you know or whatever it I don't think it was, it was on bike, you know, stress. I think it was, was probably uh, too much weight too soon on the deadlift. Did you, how did you set your weight? Did you follow like the GZCLP progression and like test it and take 85% or do you just guesstimate it and jump in? Well, see, probably the mistake I, the mistake I made was, um, let's say I'm going for eight, eight reps or something, or um, I started too low. I started too low on the weight. And so after two weeks of this, you're like, man, I'm strong. I'm, 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 I need to put some weight on here. And so then you start to accelerate things too quickly, you know? So the mistake was not being honest at first because you want to feel success. I'm going to do 10 reps, man. So I'm going to, I put the weight too low. And, and so then you feel it's like ready to move. You got the thing going down the track and then you're like full gas. Here we go. 
Exactly. Exactly. Dude, the temptation so, is real. Though. I mean, I did the same thing and I had a conversation with Patrick's brother about this of, you know, I kind of plateaued, which is normal. And so I took a week off and I, I, I'm actually going to experiment with this, this uh, time over Thanksgiving of lifting a couple times through my rest week. Usually I don't because I get so neuro, I get very shredded from lifting like mentally at night. We've talked about this before. I'm just like, Whoa, I'm super tired. I think I'm gonna do like a couple 85% lifts. But the point of this is I plateaued. I took a week off. I did my test. I went back to 85% as they prescribed. And I was like, this feels too light. And he's like, better safe than sorry do this continue to add on and remember like just like cycling this is a long-term game and um i needed that reassurance so hopefully this video reassures someone else who's like trying to don't put the pedal to the metal especially with heavy weights focus on your form you're not going to reap that much more benefit versus the risk that you put yourself under. And that's what I always remind myself in the weight room. Like if it feels a little too heavy, back it off a little bit, be safe. And um, I've had some like issues with my knee when I don't follow form. And I do think it's deadlift related, which is why I have been excited about my new gym, having the hex bar or trap bar. I believe that's the same thing, right? Same term. Um, Because it has, I've had that feeling of like the knee not, fully like I'll go ride the same day and it feels like a little like loose or something and it just takes them to like pop back into place a little bit I'm like the deadlift it's a great lift but when it gets heavy um, I think it's easy to tweak things if you're not careful so without getting super it's a total total body lift it's a total body lift it shreds I love the deadlift I love this uh I can't wait tomorrow I think I'm up to maybe 250 ish which I'm trying to remember I think I maxed out last year at three something low so to be in November feeling good going into uh two maybe it's 245 I'd have to look at my sheet but um I'm excited for the trap bar tomorrow and to see how many am rap I like that as many reps as possible I can do we're coming up on a 10 minutes so I don't I want to keep this under 20 minutes but so what training through injury you kind of said it you need rest don't do it people um and we could also say training through sickness when you get sick you got to remember that cycling or lifting or any working out is stressing the body tss think of that you're stressing the body and you're gonna hear people say oh well if it's above the head you can ride if it's in your chest or if it's below your neck, like in your chest, don't ride. I think that's very true if you're almost on the mend, but does it really make sense to push it? Um, I really try to stress rest when people are sick, but if you're injured, you you just can't be riding and training. Like it doesn't make any sense. Uh, you're just going to break your body down any, even more. So I don't know. What's Do you have anything to add to that? Or what's your, let's say, what's your tip for staying sane now of not being able to work out because we all love to go out and get the endorphins going and feel accomplished, whether it's checking the box or burning calories or whatever. How are you going to approach this time off? Yeah, I mean, I I think, I think, uh, you know, I just got to look big picture, you know, and and the irony is for me, I, I consider myself pretty conservative when it comes to training. Um, you know, I'll, I would rather do it long and slow than, than, than push the limit into the red. Um, and 
you know, but it happens. Everyone's going to get injured, you know, eventually. And even like, even though I consider myself pretty conservative in buildup, you know, I made it, I made a mistake and now I can't, you know, I can't beat myself up on it and with it and, and it'd be dumb to just train through it. So, you know, if I want to be fast in June, I need, I need to, uh-huh. to, to bite the bullet right now. Yeah. You know, what's um, I, I will share my relatable story of it was 2011, maybe one of the first so 2000, I got my cat one 2010 in the end of the second season. So I think it was 2011 was when Baden Kill was the pro race. We were putting on big miles. Um, I don't know if I lifted that year. And it was in March and I came back from a training race. And I think I had done like 130 miles. And I did like 120 the day before. And it had been a big week. And like my calf felt kind of weird, like down by my Achilles. And I did like one more ride. I ended up tearing my peritinon, the sheath outside your Achilles tendon. Uh, I was eventually off the bike for 40 days, you know, at bat and kill as team bottle boy. It was really, I was so bummed. I was bummed, but sometimes you had to take 40 days off the bike and it, you know, I came back and then I'm in May everybody's been ripping I'm you know then you're then you have to be smart and thank god I had a coach thank you Jason Hillemeyer who was like okay dude you're coming back you're gonna go to this race and race how you want to race but don't be disappointed if you don't do well don't expect to have May normal fitness like and we kind of went through like get your mind right with expectations and look towards let's look at August let's look at July like let's because you're 40 days off you got some work to do um and so it ended up being an okay year you know we kind of cobbled together what we could and I was back and you know riding well by the end of June but it's uh it's a mental blow and and you know when you're training a ton I wish I I don't think I had been lifting that winter you know winter uh lifting will help prevent those types of injuries and uh I was just a young cyclist you know just full of uh full of gasoline and not exactly sure we just drove the car too fast but yeah and that's a tough one to to have that come on in may you know after you put in all that work you feel like you're you're kind of flushing things down the toilet you know it sucked man what would we do if this happened in may yeah you know yeah i mean it makes it tougher it makes it tougher to to deal with but at, at the end of the day you know, I want to be able to walk when I'm 55 too. So, exactly. uh, you know, cycling is, is important and all that stuff, but you know, Hey, it's like not that life. important. It's life. <laughs> no, I think dude, you nailed it. You actually said it before thinking big picture. Um, this is your first year of 45 plus. So yeah, we're not going to do something to train through for the first year for 2020, uh, which could possibly wreck 2021, 22, 23, 24, 25. So as much as it would suck if it happened in May, I'd be like, yo, dude, got to rest. Like, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. So what else? So, training- you know, as athletes, 
Go ahead. As athletes, we want to feel like we're always doing something and making progress. Your original question was, how, what are you going to do in this time? You know, um, you know, I'm still lifting, but it's upper body. And then um, I'm just really cleaning up my diet. You know, I want, again, you want to feel like you're doing something positive. And so that energy that you usually put into to training on the bike, I got to put it somewhere. And so, um, you know, I know I'm, I'm weighing 152. That's heavy for me. And it feels really sloppy when you're not working out. And so I just feel kind of <laughs> sluggish. Uh, so I'm going to drop a few LBs just to feel like I'm doing something and, and staying tight because I don't need to carry weight if I'm not if I'm not, not writing and, and putting on muscle, you know? So this is, uh, this is the worst book cover ever, but Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. I'm not a huge fan of his podcast, um, but I heard about this. He talks to over 200 people and asks them a lot of like four to six uh, questions like, what's the worst advice you hear in your industry or what would you uh, if you could have a billboard what would it say or there's a lot of varied varied uh things in here and one guy i forget exactly what the question was but it was like well what's one thing that you've added to your routine that's helped and he mentioned how taking exercise away from his weekly routine has helped him because it's made him focus on all the other things to stay fresh so he's like, if I'm working out, then I don't mind as much if I eat the bag of Cheetos because I just burn, you know, 1,200 calories. So like my brain's like, ah, I can eat these Cheetos. He's like, when I'm not working out and I'm meditating or whatever and working on my mind, now I'm like, okay, I need to eat the celery and I need to eat the carrots and I need to eat this. So there's always a way to improve. And I think you really hit it on top of the head. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry, I'm really, this book has a dent and I bought these for a couple people for gifts. And uh, anyways, um, that's awesome. Any closing thoughts? So training through injury, don't do it. You know, accelerate whether you're lifting or training in a preseason. I've got a video coming out in preseason progression. If you're in race season, things change a little bit. Um, you know, slower is better than faster. And what else? What's one last bullet point? Um, Sorry, yeah, I, keep, I, took, I took all the easy ones. <laughs> you took you took the the the, the low hanging fruit, um, but yeah, keep keep your eye on the big picture. You know that's yeah. that's love it. All right, guys, if you have questions, I got to get Craig an email address at cpolston at gmail .com. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, we got to get him at Craig at Evoke Bike still. Uh, Brendan at Evoke Bike. Hit us up with your questions, comments. If you have questions for us as you progress through towards an event, this is a great series to add in your questions. So maybe we wouldn't call it CAF4 questions, but we would call it like event training questions. Hit us up with those, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. See you. See you, man.